in five, four, three, two. Initialize sequence now. The doctor is in. This is Randomosity, Toledo's only vinyl radio show. On air, online, on demand, anytime, anywhere. Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Podbean, and Audible on Amazon. And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Randomosity Podcast. Some people have been asking us, hey, you guys going to be on like Twitter or Instagram or any of that stuff? Well, it's a possibility, but believe it or not, um, it's kind of a one-man band operation here, <laughs> and I am in school, and I do hold a full-time job, uh, believe it or not, so I can only do what I have time for, and uh, somewhere in there, I got to get some sleep. You know, we can't all be Vince McMahon and work 22 hours a day, but hey, look at how long it worked for him. Anyways, speaking of Vince McMahon, (laughs) for those of you who knew who he is, we got something kind of cool we're doing today uh, for our Fall Into Classics series here on Randomosity, Toledo's only vinyl radio show. We're calling it 90s Radio Party. Why 90s Radio Party? Well, originally I was going to call it 90s House Party, but uh, what ended up happening was I was flipping around Facebook one day, and uh, you know, I'm Facebook friend with Eric Chase, part of the air staff over at Q105 here in Toledo, and uh, happened to notice he had something going on called 90s House Party. And let's be honest, Eric Chase is a really cool dude. <laughs> He's a really cool dude. And so I was like, I don't want to infringe on him. Uh, that wouldn't be very cool. So I decided we're going to call it now 90s Radio Party. The 1990s was a very interesting time in uh, not just the world, but in music and entertainment in general. We had just come out of the hairband glitz glamour decade of the 1980s. You know, everything was big. There's a saying, everything's bigger in Texas. Well, everything was bigger in the 1980s for everybody. In fact, I think if you own stock in Aquanet, you're probably a millionaire by now, right? Well, what ended up happening in the 1990s was not only did the music change, but uh, the culture changed. Suddenly, we went from hair metal to grunge. On the hip-hop and R&B side of things, we came out of the 80s, where everything was starting with the house parties and the underground tapes to being somewhat militant to now all of a sudden, we're going to have a party again. People, the likes of Dr. Dre on the West Coast, on the East Coast, you had Puff Daddy. And then in the world of film and entertainment, I mean, gosh, all the movies that came out of the 90s, there's something about Mary, teen movies, you had, of course, American Pie, you also had the birth of the Matrix movies, I could go down the list, but something that also changed and became fun again was 90s radio, and that's what we're going to cover today. So here we are, folks, getting things kicked off right here on Randomosity now that I've talked long enough. Facebook.com forward slash Randomosity Podcast is where you go to like. Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Podbean, and Audible on Amazon is where you go to stream us anytime, anywhere, on demand. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. 
Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run around And put your car on cruise and lay back Cause it's summertime And checking out the fellas to tell them who's best Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around to see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hip you and to get you equipped for the summertime Definition of summer madness Toledo's only vinyl radio 
Radio Show. I turned 10 years old in 1992. I lived out 
an overwhelming majority of my teen years in the 1990s. Those are the coming of age years and it was all right there in front of me from music to movies to what was going on in the world of politics in 1992. We had just come out of Reagan, but uh, something new happened. It was fresh. It was exciting for some people. Some people didn't like him. Some people did. And to this day, he still creates a lot of controversy. But it was a new way of doing politics and a new way of working for the American people. And that man's name who presided over all of this new way of doing things in the world of politics, Bill Clinton. I was born in a little town called Hope, Arkansas, three months after my father died. I remember that old two-story house where I lived with my grandparents. They had very limited incomes. It was in 1963 that I went to Washington and met President Kennedy at the Boys Nation program. And I remember just uh, thinking what an incredible country this was, that somebody like me, you know, had no money or anything, would be given the opportunity to meet the president. That's when I decided I could really do public service because I cared so much about people. I worked my way through law school with part-time jobs, anything I could find. And after I graduated, I really didn't care about making a lot of money. I just wanted to go home and see if I could make a difference. We've worked hard in education and health care to create jobs, and we've made real progress. Now it's exhilarating to me to think that as president, I could help to change all our people's lives for the better and bring hope back to the American dream. Then along came election day, 1992, November to be exact, and our president was elected. My fellow Americans. On this day, with high hopes, and brave hearts in massive numbers, the American people have voted to make a new beginning. This election is a clarion call for our country to face the challenges of the end of the Cold War and the beginning of the next century to restore growth to our country and opportunity to our people, to empower our own people so that they can take more responsibility for their own lives, to face problems too long ignored from AIDS to the environment to the conversion of our economy from a defense to a domestic economic giant. And perhaps most important of all, to bring our people together as never before so that our diversity can be a source of strength in a world that is ever smaller, where everyone counts and everyone is a part of America's family. In 1991, there was this new movement that was really starting to gain some traction and gain a following. And out of nowhere comes this band based out of Seattle called Nirvana. Now, they had had an album out before. It was kind of a hit on the underground. College radio stations played it. And if you were a part of the whole punk movement, the DIY, as they call it now, you more than likely knew who they were. But it wasn't until their second album, Never mind came along where suddenly everything changed and in 1991 the release of nevermind by 
and Nirvana signaled the end of the glitz, glamour, and decadent party atmosphere for all intents and purposes that took place. So this continued on through about 92, 93. Suddenly you see bands like Pearl Jam, and yes, I will mention Temple of the Dog, for those of you who remember them. Hey, you see people like you know Sonic Youth start to become popular after working their tails off uh, for so many years. You see Blind Melon, Smashing Pumpkins really rose to prominence during a lot of this point in time too. A little bit later on, of course, when they became really big, but they came about during this time and they just really started to gain a huge, huge following. And then in 1994, a very uh, sad event happened. And I'm not going to speak on it, but I'm going to let Kurt Loder from MTV talk about it. And this was as it aired on MTV the day that everything went down. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kurt Loder from MTV News. Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News special report on a very sad day. Kurt Cobain, the leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead. And this is the story as we know it so far. Cobain's body was found in a house in Seattle on Friday morning. He was dead of an apparently self-inflicted shotgun blast to the head. Police found what is said to be a suicide note at the scene, but have not yet divulged its contents. Cobain, who was 27, had reportedly been missing for about six days, according to his mother. The Los Angeles Times reported on Wednesday that Nirvana was breaking up and that Cobain was planning to undergo drug rehabilitation. A source close to the band told MTV News earlier this week that while that story sounded bad, it was better than what was, quote, really going on. That comment remains to be clarified. Cobain's body was found in a house in Seattle where he had previously lived and which he still owned. It was discovered by an electrician who had showed up at around 8.40 a.m. this morning, Friday morning, to do some work at the house. He looked in a window and said he recognized the body on the floor inside as Cobain. Before calling police, the electrician first called a local radio station to break the news. Although at press time, police were declining to officially identify the body as that of Cobain, pending notification of next of kin, a reporter for the Seattle Post-Intelligencer, who was on the scene, ID'd the body as Cobain's. And uh, several other news outlets have also gone public with that information. Cobain's wife, singer Courtney Love, had just canceled a UK tour. She was not over there yet with her band Hole. Her current whereabouts are unknown, but she is presumably with the baby daughter she had with Cobain, Frances Bean. David, of course, wrote this uh, Rolling Stone cover story on Nirvana, which uh, was from last January, when they seemed to have uh, begun dealing with their success and uh, were taking a little bit better. And the most striking thing about it, as I was telling Michael Azarad, is that he seems to be saying, I'm so happy. This is the happiest point of my life. I've never enjoyed a tour so much. What do you think went wrong? Any, anything can go wrong on a tour, as, as you well know. Yeah. You go out there and the initial buzz, and I think for him there was this feeling of, you know, I've been laying around the house, I haven't been on the road for two years, this record was a real bitch to make, um, I've been going through all this crazy family stuff, you know, trying to be a father, I'm out there, you know, I'm playing good shows, with the notable exception of the one I saw in Chicago. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, at Roseland, during the New Music Seminar, that was that was an awesome gig. Yeah. It's a trite phrase, but it was, yeah, it was an awesome great. gig. They came back to New York after the Chicago show where I interviewed them and just blew that New York Coliseum apart. Yeah. And But once you get out there and the more you do it, the pressures mount up and I think a lot of the old doubts might have come back. Um, who knows about old habits? I can't speculate about yeah. that, but I think his life in a way is kind of the, the you know, evidence of the old showbiz adage, you know, be careful of what you wish for, you just might get it. Yeah. And to find that it's not all wine, women, and song, and that, you know, what you're singing about and the songs you're writing about really have a much greater resonance in your own life than he might even have thought when he wrote them. Yeah. Um, I think it's, 
I think he was such a, um, a, a pretty basic guy. You know, in talking to him, he really felt that the songs he was writing were getting better, but that he really needed to turn a corner. Mm. He had written the definitive Nirvana songs yeah. as um, as played on Nevermind and In Utero, and I think he felt that there was other places yeah. he had to go. Well, he had. A, I, th I think the thing that struck me about Nirvana, anyway, was it seemed like punk finally broke through. This is like the world's greatest punk band. What do, what do you think their impact was on contemporary music? Well, basically, I think they said, you know, loud and live and loose is best. You know, they, they did not play according to the rules. And they came at a time when the rules were strangling the music. I think they, yeah. they just blew the 80s nonsense apart. Um, they, they knocked Michael Jackson off the charts. What better metaphor <laughs> for what he could have accomplished? Yeah. And you now have the Pearl Jams and all the other sort of, I hate the word alternative, but just to, yeah. just to use it. He said, this is, this is viable. We can make music on our own terms. We can do it any way we want. Yeah. And to hell with the rules, the major record companies, you play according to the way we want to play. But that takes a lot of responsibility, and it meant a lot of people were looking to him. He had so much to give, and he had so much left to write. And I think in a, in a way, and I don't mean this speciously at all, that I think he was the closest that his generation came to a John Lennon, yeah. in that you know he was writing very much from the heart, very directly, and he didn't play according to the rules. And the thing that I found really disturbing was that the number of letters that I got after uh, my original review of In Utero, in which I made that reference, people were saying, well, how dare you compare him to John Lennon? And I say, you know, look at their life stories, listen to the music. If you don't see the connection, then you're just not paying attention.
check us out anytime, anywhere, online, on demand. Pull us up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Podbean, and Audible on Amazon. And like and subscribe to us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash randomosity podcast. We'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is Randomosity, Toledo's only vinyl radio show. This is my radio. My radio. The doctor is in. This is Randomosity, Toledo's only vinyl radio show. So here's an interesting little story for you coming out of 90s radio. You know, the world was a much different place back then, and it was a much, much more conservative place than what it is now. Not just uh, in the world, but everywhere you went. So much so that there was a radio station down in Lima, where I was from, uh, called 92 Zoo. And there was a song that had come out by a group called the Butthole Surfers, and the song was called Pepper. Big, big song if you look into its lineage. Very popular. Well, what ends up happening is a directive is handed down for the programming department uh, to the air staff saying that you guys are no longer allowed to say butthole surfers on the air. Well, the problem was this song was one of the biggest songs in the country at the time. So, what ends up happening is they say on the air, the surfers. And they start referring to them as the surfers with their new song, Pepper, creating all kinds of confusion within the local malls and record stores when they walked in asking for the new CD and tape from the group called The Surfers. Boy, have things changed, huh? I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both i know the version of me is she perverted like me would she go down on you in a theater does she speak eloquently and would she have your baby i'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother
70s. 80s. And the 90s. Those jeans are so tight. I can see your This is Randomosity. Toledo's only final radio show. Outlook student digital newspaper is looking for contributors, people like you. Volunteer and become an Outlook staff member or send a submission for publication to the student newspaper. Submissions may be comics, arts, poetry, stories, graphic designs, reviews, opinions, podcasts, photos, images. It could be anything and everything. If you're interested in becoming a volunteer staff member, or if you would like to make a submission, then use the following email address and attach your considered work to Owens 
outcom at gmail.com. That's outcom with two M's, Owens, O-U-T-C-O-M-M at gmail.com. Outlook is looking forward to receiving faculty submissions to owensoutcom at gmail.com for the Owens Outlook student digital newspaper. Well, I heard you cry loud. Toledo's only vinyl radio show. Here comes another one from the 90s. Yes. 
Classics right here on Randomosity. My man, Michael. We got a whole show next week devoted to the life and career of Michael Jackson. So check it out right now. Mega Mix style. Randomosity, Toledo's only vinyl radio show. We'll be right back to close the show. Don't you go anywhere.
could keep on because the force has got a lot of power and it makes me feel like it, it, it makes me feel like Toledo's only vinyl radio show is a production of Randomosity Podcast LLC. Copyright 2022-2023. No portion of this program may be rebroadcast, retransmitted, or reproduced without the express written consent of Randomosity Podcast LLC and this station. Thank you so much for checking out the program. We'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel for Randomosity, Toledo's only vinyl radio show. And ladies and gentlemen, the doctor has left the office. I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights, waiting for someone to release me. You're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way, but that don't mean I'm gonna give it away, baby, baby, baby.